0: Good evening. Join us as we descend into the realm of trembling terror. Be warned, darkness and fear await us on our journey among the shadows. Good evening, listeners. And welcome to Season 1, Episode 8 of Among the Shadows. I'm your host, Cade Rogers, and tonight we have a story about a man in search of a pleasant place to swim, unaware that what he would encounter would be quite alarming. So, sit back, relax, sip some rum, and put on the music of a steel drum band, and get ready. For the siren. It wasn't that he was angry at the group's decision. He was just very irritated and having trouble hiding it. This entire trip had been his idea, and yet, thus far, they had done very few of the activities he'd wanted or the sights that he'd hoped to see. Late morning, when he awoke alone in his quiet villa, he was disappointed to see a sky overhung with low gray clouds and a cool breeze, instead of the hot sunshine that normally beat down from the clear blue skies. No, he thought to himself. Cool weather was not going to stop him from seeing that swimming spot he'd heard about yesterday from the local boys, to whom he'd given money for info about the best, most picturesque places to swim. Places that only the locals used, or at least, that's what he'd insisted." What was a cool day for this island was still much hotter than any day in the summer at home, so he knew he'd still be comfortable to swim, especially if he waited until the late afternoon. Maybe by then the sun would be out anyway. When his hotel phone rang, he moved to the table and picked up the receiver. Good morning, sir, the concierge said. I'm calling to inform you that there will be testing of the island's hurricane warning signs throughout the day today. It is no cause for alarm, as there is no hurricane anywhere at sea, but you may hear the sirens several times today as they conduct their tests. Thank you, he replied, and hung up without further pleasantries. Unsurprisingly, at breakfast his friends scoffed at the idea of swimming in the wild on such an overcast day, and they decided to see a local temple instead. He would have been fine with their rejection, but then they piled on by complaining that all he wanted to do was swim and drink and they wanted to do more enriching activities, which was obviously bullshit. They just didn't know how to have fun. Really, what else was the point of coming to an island if not to party? That's why they love tourists here, he thought grumpily to himself. He told them it was fine. He was glad to have some quiet time alone anyway. The boys he'd paid yesterday had assured him when they gave him detailed directions that the swimming place would not be overrun by tourists such as himself. After his mates left for the temple, he got ready in his villa for his solo outing. He filled his canteen with some of the local rum all the way to the top, sipping it a bit as it overflowed onto his hand. He flicked it onto the floor and then wiped his hand on the upholstered chair beside him. He wore his swimming trunks and a loose-fitting top. He wrapped his canteen in a hotel towel and grabbed a few dollars as he left his room intending to stop at a kiosk in the market to buy a sandwich for later. He left his room key on the nightstand, deciding that it would be better to have the concierge open his room for him when he got back, rather than risk losing his key during his adventure. When he stepped outside the boundary of the resort onto the bustling sidewalk, he flinched when the shrill, shrieking sound of what must have been the siren filling the air. It rattled painfully around in his brain Which admittedly was still a bit sleepy, hungover, and tired from his very full, satisfied day yesterday. A few locals smirked when they saw him flinch, and that infuriated him, but he shook it off and passed their carts, determined to spend his money somewhere he wasn't being mocked. He stopped at a sandwich cart, operated by a woman, who was selling them already prepared and wrapped in colorful paper. With an exaggerated flourish, He sprinkled his change into her tip jar. After he consulted the written directions from the boys, he paused on the busy pedestrian street and looked toward the sky. The clouds were gray but thin, and he could feel the heat of the day beginning to climb. It would be very humid and warm, even though the sun was hidden, so he hoped the weather wouldn't ruin his adventure. Traveling alone through the dense underbrush in the woods was a little daunting. More than a few times, he worried that he was lost, but his confidence and his sense of direction kept him going. Soon, he came upon the third landmark that the boys had listed, and he stood before it. Pleased with himself and his excellent navigation skills, it was a large boulder with chipped and faded blue paint, depicting waves on the front of it, and he noted that they were slightly crooked. The boys had said that it would only be a few more paces after that rock and he could hear the churning rumble of a waterfall nearby. He followed that sound and emerged from the forest to find exactly what he'd been hoping for since he first planned this trip so many months ago. An isolated swimming spot with a turquoise, crystal-clear pool surrounded by natural rock beneath a stunning, but not-too-tall waterfall. The waterfall produced a dull roar, but it was not deafening, the plunge pool below, it was perfect for swimming and had flat banks around it that were ideal for lounging. He could see straight down to the bottom of the pool, and was delighted at the deceptive clarity of the water. It was incredibly deep in places, and he could see full-grown felled trees and enormous rocks that were resting on the bottom, peacefully undisturbed by the movement of the water above. Then, suddenly, the sun broke through the clouds bathing the entire space in its warm golden light. The sunlight glistened on the surface of the water, a marvel, a beautiful dance of flickering, effervescent wonder. His chest swelled with joy at finding the most perfect slice of paradise that he could ever imagine. He dropped his towel and refreshments on the ground and then sat down to soak it all in for a few moments. Shortly. He decided he'd looked long enough, and it was time to swim. He pulled off his shirt and kicked his sandals away, and then stood for a moment, letting the sunshine soak into his bare chest and shoulders as he debated walking gently or jumping in. He ultimately decided to dive off a rock on the edge and was surprised at the comfortable temperature of the calm, soothing water. He kicked down, moving deeper into the pool, Even though he was a strong swimmer, the water was so deep that he'd never be able to reach the bottom. Delighted, he climbed back up the rocks to dive in again and smiled smugly at how much his friends were missing. Wandering around at some boring temple, they'd be floored if they came with him to see this place before their flight back home in a couple of days. But for now, he had the spot all to himself and was pleased at his good fortune. He'd been swimming alone for quite a while when he finally decided to take a break, eat his sandwich and drink some of the rum he'd brought. A fleeting thought passed through his mind that it might have been wise to bring some fresh water to drink, but it was too late now, so he washed his warm sandwich down with generous swigs of the rich brown spirits. He wondered how many bottles he could successfully smuggle in his suitcase to take back home, and decided to try for at least three. The call of the siren startled him again, and he was instantly annoyed that the sound carried into the pristine wilderness. He felt that it somehow sullied this peaceful place, and besides, what good did it do for the sound to carry so far from town into the remote places? He rolled his eyes as the noise carried on for several moments, ruining his revere. Munching his sandwich in agitation, he balled up the paper it was wrapped in, and made a half-hearted attempt at shoving it inside the still folded layers of his towel. He drank some more rum, and rested for a bit. His skin was warm from the sun, and he was pleased at how tan he'd gotten since he arrived here. Today would really give his skin a glow that his co-workers back home would be jealous of. And he drank a little more, enjoying the prospect of bragging about this particular spot. Once the siren had stopped its incessant wail, He stood to do some more swimming. He let out a loud groan as he stretched his arms to the sky. The rum was kicking in faster than usual, and he cautioned himself through his drunkenness to be more careful in how much he drank. He didn't want to get lost in the stupid jungle on his way back to his villa later. He was just about to dive back into the pool when he heard a quiet rustling to his left. Turning to see what made the noise, he was positively floored when the most beautiful woman he'd ever seen stepped out from between the two trees. She was dressed in a delightfully revealing bikini and had a long, loose cloth wrapped around her midsection like a skirt. It grazed her ankles, and he unbashedly admired the way it moved and shifted as her right leg showed through the slit then went all the way up to her hip. A large bag hung from her shoulder, and as she dropped it onto a patch of soft grass, she smiled, smiled at him. It was the most stunning smile he'd ever been given, and he vowed to remember it for the rest of his life. He waited a moment, watching for movement in the forest behind her, but quickly realized that she was alone. He could not believe his luck. He'd never had a problem talking to a woman at home. As he wondered if his wildest dreams might possibly come true right here in this paradise, he dove into the pool and swam slowly to the other side, coming back up to the surface not far from where she was sitting down her things. Hello, he said. Standing up in the water and making sure his stomach muscles were flexing just right, he pushed his hair back in the way he thought made him look manly and appealing. Hello, she replied, extending the O in a way that told him she had nearly mastered speaking English. What's your name? Serena. That's beautiful, are you from here? He knew this question was stupid, it was after all a rather tiny island, and her skin tone told him she was a local, but he figured he should be polite. As she nodded, her eyes didn't move from his face. Her smile faded just a bit, but it played at the corners of her lips in a way that sent his heart beating rapidly. He asked if it would be all right for him to move his towel beside her, and she nodded in reply. She watched him collect his things, and out of the corner of his eye, he could see that she was untying her wrap. He made sure to turn his head enough so that he could watch it fall off her. Instead of lifting it up in the air and laying it flat on the ground, she left it in an untidy heap, which reminded him of clothing discarded in a fit of passion. His head was buzzing with possibility as he sat his belongings on the ground next to hers, and he followed her as she walked a few paces into the shining water. At his barrage of questions about her life and interest, she merely giggled or nodded in reply, and he began to worry her English was not as good as he'd thought. But then, she surprised him by asking him questions about himself and he didn't notice that she hadn't actually answered any of his. After a time during which they swam, circling around each other, dipping under and then coming back up from the water, he suggested that they take a break for refreshments, and he offered her a swing of rum from his canteen. She shook her head in reply, instead choosing to drink from the bottle of water she'd brought. He was careful to hide his disappointment. He had hoped that mutual intoxication would lead to sure things. His head was swimming from the heat, the rum, and the thrill of being in her presence when she surprised him by standing quite suddenly. Droplets of water flicked off her skin and landed on his face. He involuntarily licked the ones that landed near his mouth and felt a bit of a thrill at doing so. He moved to stand, but she shook her head at him. Watch me she said, and he knew he'd obey any instruction she ever gave him. She walked around the edge of the pool and then disappeared into the underbrush. A few moments went by and he began to feel confused and then concerned. Presently, he heard her call to him, and he looked up to see her at the top of the waterfall, standing near the edge. "'What are you doing up there?' he called out. She did a series of movements that he thought were a dance, and he laughed. Her own musical laugh rang out through the trees, and his skin erupted with goosebumps at the sound. She stood still at the edge, crouched a bit, and then to his utter amazement she dove as graceful as a hawk, and the splash she made was so delicate, so elegant, that only the faintest of ripples were cast away, arching in smooth circles that spread across the water. Seconds later, her head popped above the surface of the water, and she laughed again. He couldn't help but join in her merriment, and she sat back down beside him on his towel, taking deep breaths and sighing contentedly. She reclined beside him and closed her eyes as the sunshine glowed on her wet, shimmering skin. His cheeks were flushed with drink, and he didn't bother to hide it as he dragged his hungry eyes along the length of her figure imagining how it would feel to have her moving in rhythm beneath him. It was then that he noticed an intricate, faint tattoo on her forearm, a series of dozens of tiny dots that wove together to form a lovely pattern, and it reminded him of delicate lace. It wasn't until his skin was touching hers that he realized he'd reached out to graze the design with his fingertip, and she moved her arm away from him. He glanced back at her and was startled to see that her eyes were open, and she was watching his face with a stunning clarity that unnerved him. "'Your turn,' she said. He frowned a bit, not fully understanding what she meant. He had no tattoos to show off, and he opened his mouth to say so, but as if she knew what he was going to say before he said it, she shook her head. "'To dive,' she added." tilting her chin upward toward the waterfall's edge. "'Oh, I don't know,' he murmured, feeling a bit unsteady. "'Go on,' she urged. He smirked at her, appreciating her teasing tone, and decided he would do it. After all, he wasn't chicken, and he felt sure she'd be impressed. He stood and stumbled a bit as he walked toward the opening between the bushes where he'd seen her go just minutes before. He was pleased to find that behind them was a clear path to the top of the waterfall, requiring very little effort to climb. Within a few moments, he emerged at the top and looked down upon the scene before him. He was jolted a bit when the siren sounded, echoing throughout the air. That noise really was irritating, and it was giving him a bit of a headache, and he cursed it. He wondered how the locals could stand such a commotion and disruption to their lives. He positioned himself in the approximate place where he'd seen the girl stand to dive, and he did a few silly moves, flexing his muscles. Her laughter reached his ears, and he was encouraged. Close to the edge, he grinned brutishly, admiring the beauty that lay below him. The sun had become so hot that he looked forward to being refreshed by the cool water. A little to the left, he heard her melodious voice call to him. He did as she instructed. Her face shined with that amazing smile as he shifted his position, and he thanked the gods for his unbelievable luck as he stepped forward and jumped. He saw the rocks much too late, and his scream, piercing and loud, was abruptly cut short. The abbreviated noise echoed for a moment, startling the large, colorful birds that were resting in the nearby trees. A bell over the door chimed as Serena walked into the small shop. The proprietor looked up when he heard the chime and smiled. Hello, my friend, he said, lifting his foot off the pedal on the floor, which silenced the buzzing of the tattoo gun. Serena admired the fresh design in the swollen bare back of the client. Shiny with ointment and oozing a bit of blood, It was illuminated under a bright lamp that hung above. "'Looking good,' she said. A wide grin spread across the tattoo artist's face, beneath his metal-rimmed glasses that reflected the sunshine coming in through the open windows. "'Thank you. How goes it?' "'I'm good, T,' she replied, returning his friendly smile. "'Yourself?' She held up her arm. "'Excellent. You here for another of your little dots?' he asked. "'As usual,' she replied. We do hope you enjoyed tonight's story titled The Siren, written by Stephanie Elliott and performed by Cade Rogers. If you enjoyed tonight's story, please take the time to leave us a review and follow us on our various social media accounts. We're simply dying to hear from you. Join us next week as we bring you another terrifying tale from Among the Shadows. This has been a 4Pups Audio Works production. Copyright 2021.